My rule is if there's free alcohol, you drink. We are all disgusting humans. Did you come up with the idea of the portable trough? Are you, you are I, drunk. I remember falling out of the bathroom. Cock or trunk. Because you don't want to be trapped in a meal. Okay. okay. <laughs> That's our intro. Welcome back to Through the Drinking Glass. I'm Mike. I'm Jess. I'm Mandy. And today's episode is all about famous cliches, things that you see on the movies, on the TV, things that fucking bother you because you know that it wouldn't happen in real life. This is borderlining, borderlining personally with pet peeves, but but um, it's like movie. a lot of my cliches are my pet peeves too. Really? Yeah, like <clears throat> the things that happen that you know are just so ridiculous. Like I get like in certain movies you're supposed to like suspend your disbelief for certain things, but like when you just see these same things happening over and over again, especially in movies that are supposed to take place in real life, it's just like it's just lazy. I I spend thirteen fifty on a movie ticket. I don't want laziness thrown at me. I feel like every movie is like that. Like, yeah, especially now in the in the world where everything's a spin off of a spin off of a prequel of a sequel. Yeah, no new ideas. Yeah. Of a remake, of a continuation. It's just like write a movie. How many Spider Man movies have there Why been? Why have they rebooted Spider Man right. twice? <laughs> right, like this is its second reboot. In right? ten years, I feel, maybe fifteen. There's absolutely no need for it. If the second reboot sucks because the first reboot sucks, fuck the third one. Also, is Spider Man that interesting? I feel like there's like a lot of other maybe more interesting superheroes. Jessica Jones, I'm thinking of you. See, I you told me that you watched it and yeah. you really like it, and I haven't gotten into it yet. But I, I will take good? your recommendation. Yeah, it's on Netflix because it's oh, no, dark. Yeah. I like it. It shoots um, in New York. Yeah, um, but I just think like is Spider Man like the only fucking superhero that anyone wants to make a movie about? Well, I guess Batman. They do. I love Batman. I will watch every Whoa. reboot of any Batman. I've watched every Batman. I haven't watched Batman versus Superman because I hate Ben Affleck. Right. But I love I love I play all the Batman video games. I love Batman mythology. I'm a nerd. Well, I think that's more interesting, right? Because he's not like bit by a fucking okay. spider. Well, okay, no, well the back <laughs> the background with Peter <laughs> Parker is that if I'm correct me if I'm wrong, nerdy listeners. But I think his uncle, his uncle, whatever his name was, was killed by the Green Goblin or something. So he's uh-huh. got that revenge story. Okay. Because he lived where he was raised by his aunt and uncle. Right. It's not like my aunt in Louisiana, who I never met, was killed. And now I have a you know revenge right. fantasy. But whatever. Don't reboot it a thousand times. Also, every single Superman movie has sucked. And they just keep making those. Point being, stop trying to make a thing that doesn't work work right an interesting movie and stop relying on these fucking cliches to get you through shit right so this episode we're gonna shit on all these motherfucking cliches that are repeated time and time again as we do that we will be drinking we will be drinking the manic pixie cream swirl (laughs) for all of you we'll get into it later but it's a a play on the manic pixie dream girl trope so this beverage is um a cocktail. Uh, what you f- do first is you take um, either raspberry or strawberry, some kind of like fruit puree or syrup, and just kind of swirl it around the glass, like you, you know, like you drizzle it in, so it makes a swirl on your cocktail glass. Okay. And then, in a shaker, you take one and a quarter ounces of coconut cream, um, an ounce and a quarter of vanilla vodka or whipped cream vodka, whichever one you have. And then an ounce of lemon juice, and you shake it, and you pour it into the glass. So it looks like a little swirly do. And the swirls are representative of the cyclical nature of the cliches <laughs> in films yeah, history. Yes, so the downward spiral of the film industry. This is a good drink, though, I have to say. Mm-hmm. It's right up my alley. It's coconutty. It's like vanilla creamy. I like I actually like vanilla vodka. And then if you want, you can just like stir in the raspberry stuff so it makes it all pink. With your dick. Like you stick your dick and you swivel it. <sighs> There's so many things I could say right now, and I don't know which one to pick, but I'm just going to go with like what Amanda would say and just say, like, well, who's going to lick lick your dick off? Like, who's going to do it? That's a good who's question. Who's going to do it? 
Okay, I like how both of you just looked at me. That's like, something well, I just Am I going to look his dick? Is that no, what you're trying no, to say? No, I'm, I'm saying that you would be the one to be like, well, drink on it. Don't waste that alcohol. Who's going to get it off there? That's true. You should never waste alcohol. That is an amendment. Yeah. <laughs> so now that we have our drink, what's the word of the day? The word of the day is seen. S-C-E-N-E. Not like seen with your eyes. Like, because we're going to be talking about all the different scenes that involve these cliches. But if you want to just take the homonym and drink when you hear anything that sounds like scene, we won't stop you. Oh, of course not. Okay. That would be against our bylaws. Mm Mm-hmm. In our charter? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. I would love to see it. TTDG <laughs> charter. Like, it just, we can make one a post-it. Yeah. If there was one, it would just have a drink spilled on it, and now you can't read it anymore, so it doesn't really matter. It's just, okay. it's just like beers or whatever we're drinking yeah. spilled on the page. Yep. Um, all right, so should we, I don't know, should we start with the first We'll start with scenario? the drink. The drink. Scene. Area. Of the pixie crap that you were talking about from the drink? I like the stretch. Okay, so Michael, uh, we just found out after our our drink namesake uh, doesn't know what a manic pixie dream girl is, so I figured we'd start with that one. Okay, so manic pixie dream girl was basically, I think, from what I uh, read or remember, it was kind of started with the movie Elizabeth Town with um, Kirsten Dunst, where basically... You are this, like, troubled but free-spirited girl who probably has weird colored hair and wears, like, jeans under a dress. And you're you're kooky and crazy, but you're going to save this boring guy from his lame, humdrum life because you're so interesting. And it's just, oh, like... So many movies, like... Like, so Eternal, Spot, uh, Eternal, Eternal Sunshine, Sunshine for the Spotless Mind. That's number yeah. one on my list. Like, quintessential. I, I change my hair yeah. all the time. I'm crazy and you just don't get me, but I'm going to save you and we're going to go and do fun things, but I'm troubled and you need to save me back. And, and my name's even weird, Clementine. Yeah, my name's weird. I'm just quirky. There's a movie on Netflix that I just saw a few months ago with what's his fucking face? Um, the guy from How I Met Your Mother and Josh Jason Siegel. Siegel. Yeah. And the other girl is Runa, um, Rooney, Mar- Rooney Mara? Yeah. And she plays that role. They mm-hmm. meet on a ferry. Yeah. And you could just picture the whole movie. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, um, what else? Garden State is kind of like yeah. that yeah. with Natalie Portman. I also have, it's kind of, not really a stretch, but it's just like, they're kind of poking fun at it, sort of. I feel like in um, Scott Pilgrim versus the universe or the world or whatever it is, where like oh, really? his girl, the girl he likes is like a fucking weirdo with the hair. and Yeah. So what is with that? <clears throat> what, what? Why are these repeated? Like. Time and time again. Because I feel like... Men it's, have a fantasy of this it's, girl it's helping the, them. the male response to the Prince Charming for women. Mm. Like, you know, where okay. it's like, there's this guy who's going to come and, like, rescue you. But this, you know, dudes, oh, we're, you know, we always have to be forced to be, like, so macho and buttoned up and blah, blah, blah. And this kooky, crazy, wacky girl's going to come in and... I And I still can't be emasculated because I also have to save her back. Like... <laughs> You know what I mean? There's still that aspect. She's going to liberate me from being so uptight, but I'm going to save her with my stability and strength. Kind of like a little bit of a Taming of the Shrew thing. Ooh, yeah, a little bit. She's usually not that combative in there. It's not that much of a contentious relationship. No, but but there's an element of like, we balance each other. You need me and I need you. Yeah, yeah. Right, because she like opens up his world um, creatively and Mm. he like, but she's troubled. She's always troubled. Yeah. Oh my goodness, she needs you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, well, so like I saw one list that even put as like, obviously this is anachronistic. Um, because this came around before the term. Yeah. Um, but Breakfast at Tiffany's, like, even, like... Oh, she could totally be considered that, yeah. Right, because she's, like, this damsel wear, in distress. Yeah, I'm weird, and I keep my phone in a suitcase, and I have a cat with no name, and I wear, yeah. a, I wear a bed sheet to my fucking party. And puss. Puss. No, she just calls him Cat. Oh, she calls him Cat? Cat. Yeah. What movie is the person calling the cat? Puss. Puss. Yeah. That was the Skinamax that you yeah. watched? Yeah. <laughs> Puss in boots, and it's just a hooker walking around in nothing but knee highs. <laughs> but yeah, so it, it was Elizabeth Town I, in 2005. I never thought of that, that yeah. Holly Golightly was the original Manic Pixie Dream Girl. Yeah, because well, because like her hair isn't... 
funky color. Well, that was, was legendary. She had, she had highlights. She had the short bang. Oh, right. And she wore it in a pseudo beehive yeah. type thing. And then in one scene, she, scene, yeah. she has like pigtails or whatever on the side. She's kooky. Yeah. But now can Paul save her? Because he's like some like basically a cat man. So like he can't. Yeah, but he see, he's also troubled. She's right. going to save him from the life. And They're then, both prostitutes. Technically, yes. And he comes back and he's like, we belong to each other. I love you. And like, they're just going to, they're going to save each other from their own vices and just, yeah, they're just going to get married and have kids and have a normal life now. Moon River. Don't, that's my shower song. Is it really? I do sing that in the shower all the time. I'm a manic pixie dream girl. What do you expect? I love Audrey Hepburn. That's really cool. And you're like. You know, you have like interesting, like different interests than like I'm also basic ju- bitches. Yes, um, I'm not. Yeah. I'm you a, ain't no basic bitch. I am yeah. a manic pixie dream girl with brown hair. You are. Yeah. You I, are. Used to have pur- I used to have purple hair. Yeah. I used to be cool. But yeah, I was <laughs> saying to you when we were talking about this, like, so am I supposed to want to be a manic pixie dream girl? Like, oh, I'm not like interesting enough if I'm just like have yeah. regular hobbies and interests. Like, I have mm-hmm. to be. I'm not fucking quirky and offbeat. Yeah. Yeah, no, you just put a blue yeah. streak in your hair. That's all you need. Ride so along Ellen Railroad and talk to dudes that wear suits. Yeah, yeah that's it. But, like, put a clip oh in, Wait, highlight. Can we do a manic pixie <laughs> dream girl, like, um, experiment? Like, me and Amanda will go on the LIRR. We'll each just put, like, a clip in streak, like a hot yeah. pink or a blue. And then we'll just, like, I'll wear, like, chunky shoes and a tutu and oh my god you wear like shoulder pads and fingerless gloves and we'll just talk to people and be like meet me and mom talk and see if they show up i love this i think we should and you know when you said like the false like streak of hair yeah that made me think of Manic Panic. Wasn't that the oh, name of the oh, manic? Yeah, yeah. I'm a the Manic Panic the, dream girl. <laughs> the, um, yes, how do you think I got my hair tie? Yeah. yeah, I went to Hot Topic. I got my Manic Hot Panic. Topic. And then like every hardcore punk rock kid, my mom did my hair. You know? She bleached it first and then put the Manic Panic in? No, I think she just put the Manic Panic straight in. You're supposed to, you know, to get the color vibrant, Are you gotta you? bleach it first. Yeah, oh, so no, takes... I just put the, the red. I was yeah. going for, you know. Subtle. I was working my way up. Got it. Got it. I think we should do... Now, is there a male... Like, can Michael do a gay version of Manic Pixie Dream Manic Girl? Fairy Dream Man? Oh, I don't know if this applies for the gay world. No, know. because, like, yeah. It's just I, everyone at the gay pride parade. Like, <clears throat> twinks. Take your pick. Yeah. Yeah. In the straight world, it's a dime a dozen, but in the gay world, it's like, welcome to Manic Pixie Land. Yeah, that's where you yeah. live. <laughs> All the fairies are there. Yeah. <laughs> okay, my biggest one that pisses the fuck out of me is that any apartment in New York City fuck <gasps> this is fucking gorgeous and huge. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is also awesome. any brownstone is affordable. <clears throat> yeah. Any studio is the most cutest fucking thing with yeah. all your books and cool pure white with import. A view. Um, oh yeah, and you'll always be able to see. You'll always be able to see the view of the Empire State Building or the yeah, Chrysler or Building. the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, because you know you live in the nicest neighborhood. Yeah. But you know you you only make fifty cents a word or something. Whatever a, it is. You're Thirty a cents a word in your Village Voice uh, article yeah. Wait, career. No. But yeah, you're you a freelance afford. writer who's also paying for her dad's prostate cancer treatments, and mm. you live in a giant. Like top floor studio apartment with no roommates, but an extra bedroom. Yeah, I can clearly. Of, I don't afford know what it. Show that is. No, I'm I'm making up a oh, scenario. Oh, because I'm like no, because a freelance writer is Carrie Bradshaw. I'm talking about sex. I'm oh. talking about Sex in the City. Oh, I thought we were just like making up scenarios here. Well, it's no, every I, fucking show. It doesn't matter what kind of job you have. Yeah. If you live in New York City, you can afford a really nice apartment somehow. Mm-hmm. Friends also Friends. really pisses me off. Mm. And this hits very close to home for us because we're New Yorkers. Like, And I've lived in the city. Michael's mm-hmm. lived in the city. And I have paid lots of money to live with two roommates mm-hmm. I met on Craigslist and share a bathroom. Like, yeah. to live in a box. So, fuck you. You yeah. cannot afford, even if it's rent control. How about in Friends when, like, 
isn't it Ross has to get an apartment and he just so happens to get the one like across yeah. the street? That would never fucking happen in a million years. You can't find an apartment right next to your friend. It's on three subways and 12 walking blocks away. I'm in Harlem. You're in Bushwick. Yeah. Like, no. Yeah. That's never happening. No. Uh, also, How I Met Your Mother, they, uh, they have, they're in the city, but I don't know. How realistic or not their apartments are. Or Will and Grace. He has a fucking sick apartment. Yeah. They all have such a... Yeah. With verandas and balconies yeah. and the that, furniture is perfect. Let me tell you, if you don't know, let's just use the Will and Grace apartment for an example. He okay. is a professional. He has a good job. Yeah. He would need to... He would need to work... He would need to duplicate himself and each of those people work 80 hours a week to afford that apartment. And he's got a good job. Right. And he's a lawyer, yeah. Who's living in his... Building Jack doesn't Jack live in the building with like no discernible job? Yeah, no, of course. Yeah, I think it's, eventually Grace lives in the building. Jack lives in the building. Well, Will and Grace share yeah. the apartment, right? Yeah, but then she moves out. Yeah, and, and then gets he gets a, she gets an apartment. I think on the next floor oh. up or something. Yeah, no, there's just space available wherever you want it. <laughs> yeah, it all works out for and New York City. And each apartment building has like. You know, the first floor is for low income and then the top. Like, no, that's not how it works. It's not like you can just like go into like, oh, I live on park. And, but like... Oh, and let's talk about Grace. Because Bitch has her own apartment and then she rents a cool space for her interior design company. Yeah. And she can oh, yeah. pay Karen Walker a salary in it. Yeah. No. What world is that? It's that would a, never happen. It's a world that was slightly more plausible in the 90s, but I mean, you'd still have to be fucking wasted out of your mind to buy it. Right. So that's my biggest one. I feel much better that I got that off okay, my chest. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, you got loud. Well, I'm angry. I want, I want a city apartment. I want that. Yeah, I'll take any of those apartments. I'll take the where you know when like someone's like, oh, I I like I live in an abandoned warehouse and I just made it really cute, like that whole thing. Like I'll take that. Yeah, that those are also depicted in movies yeah. and they're incredible looking. Yeah. I like live in modern, an abandoned warehouse. Yeah. There are no rats. The elevator goes straight up to my loft. Right. Yeah, fuck that. There's no cockroaches. <laughs> There's like... Yeah, no mice, no yeah. rodents. Um, I'm also annoyed when I see a very, very attractive woman mm. married to a fat, ugly man. <laughs> there Slob. is no way that Al Bundy is married to Sevilla Vergara without oh. a green card. No, but she's a minority, so, like, it works. Yeah. I'm being sarcastic. No, 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 like, no. it's fucking but ridiculous. He's, no, I think that in that show, they're playing up the fact that, like, he's rich. Right, so it's like, this he's is rich. It's, that's That's not even, like, the, the ugly versus attractive. That's just, like, the rich dude meets the hot young one, and she's like, well, he's got money. Yeah, well, is he? He's well off on the show. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But like, um, like what's a sh- like every every fucking TV show? Um, yeah. what was that? According to Jim with Jim Belushi, where what's her face from Melrose Place was the wife, and Jim Courtney's Belushi. What? I I don't wouldn't yeah. know her the name. Wife is always younger yeah. and hotter. Larry yeah. David and and Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and pick and pick every show. King honestly. of Queens. Yes, yeah. exactly. That because what yeah. it makes me I hate to get like super feminist about it, but what it makes me feel is that like. In order to get anybody, even the slob that's like a UPS driver or just like a sp- fucking all he does is watch sports right. and have his hands down his pants all day, you have to be the most attractive girl in the room just to even get that guy's attention. And if you're not, you're never going to get anybody and you're going to be alone. Like, that's right. how I take it. Right. Sorry. Like, like, even like the super hot woman is like, yeah, getting the slobs. Yeah. So like, if you're like a little bit unattractive, you... That's it. Like, get nothing. Mutant status is what you deserve. And, like, you... And it's also, like... You... And they're they're always depicted as, like, uptight bitches. But it's like, yeah, guess what? They're fucking taking care of the entire house. Working a job. Taking care of the kids. Cleaning. While this guy's off on his fucking weird adventure with his best friend. So it's like, you should just be happy to have anyone, even if he's a fat, lazy slob. And he's lovable. He's a big, lovable love. And if you don't get that, you're a bitch. Well, yeah, the ne- the nagging wife is always like a reoccurring theme. And, like, it's been since like what's the show, The Honeymooners, with that yes. overweight guy and yeah. the cute wife, Jackie Gleason. Yeah, but maybe I'd like to think that maybe um, being less pessimistic about it, it's women are more likely to look past mm-hmm. or less shallow. Maybe yeah. they're more likely to look past the physical for 
I don't know. No, but yeah. what? But and then let's but let's break it down to like those are all the theories that they'll try and throw at you. But what right. it breaks down to is that nobody wants to watch an ugly woman on television. Right. So regardless of the reality of any situation, yeah. it comes down to like how do we get guys to watch this show? We have to put a hot bitch on it. Done. Yeah. And the male actor will make more money than the pop. Yeah, you know, yeah. He'll make way more. In real life, Sofia Vergara is married to Joe Manganiello. That's very so true. So those are two God hot, bless hot them. people. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, yes. he's the hottest thing in How the many gym memberships do they have between them? He is like... Not my type. Oh. I get... But, but he's gorgeous. I Come get on. that he's... I think he's like six foot five or something. I just want to climb up him. Yeah. Like, like he's a tray, like shimmy up. Him. Really? I, um, he's, sure. like, oh, he's yeah. not my no, type. Really I get not. that he's like, when I can look at him and be like, people would think he was attractive. Like, I get, because he's fit, but he's just totally not. I, but no I attraction to him whatsoever. I think he's handsome, though. Like, even if he yeah. gained weight, I'd be like, you're hot. His face doesn't do it for me either. But I get, well, and I, I like think dark. he's. Features. I liked him in True Blood. Yeah. And I think he's funny. He was funny in Magic Mike whatever. Yeah. Whichever one that was. Which, let me tell you, I didn't watch that because I wanted to watch it. Chris wanted to watch it. So your boyfriend wanted Chris to Chris loves Magic Channing Tatum. Okay. But he loves him as like a weird... <laughs> like, I don't know how to... I mean, you guys know Chris and you know how he operates... So it's almost Channing like... Channing is kind of eclectic and like... It's like, as a joke, like, all the ladies love Channing Tatum. So he's just like, oh yeah, no, I love Channing Tatum too. Like, it's like a like a weird joke. But then he kind of does secretly like him because I guess he thinks he's funny. I don't know. So that's how I watch Magic Mike. I'm down with Channing Tatum. I think he lo- his face I go is... down on <laughs> Why do you stop yourself? You know you want to do it. Just commit to it and say it. I mean, I, really, I said most of it. Like, you just fill in the <laughs> I said blanks. most of it. You know, I, I'll, I'll no, go Channing Tatum's face is atrocious to me. Oh, no. I don't know. Moving on. Atrocious. Okay, moving atrocious. On. I think he's ugly. What else offends you in movies and TV? It's not necessarily things that offend... I mean, this one does offend me. But it's more about things that I've noticed. But this one does offend me. Okay. In, like, a rom-com, when these two characters... Hate each other. Absolutely fucking hate each other. I can name like five movies. And then one thing happens. One insignificant thing that has nothing to do with them changing who they are. Or you were like pride and prejudice status where like, oh, I misread them. Mm -hmm. It's just all of a sudden you guys start, you know, oh, we're stuck in the woods and we have to build a tent together to like stay dry or whatever. And just you guys working together to build a tent, all of a sudden you go, oh my God, I saw a side to him I never knew. Like, he handed you a tent pole. Like, Wait, was this Naked and Afraid? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he handed a tent pole, huh? Wink, wink. Oh, that is me. He gave her the I tent pole. I was saying it and I was side-eyeing you oh, and you I went nowhere. It. I know, I'm very disappointed. Guys, I'm slow. But oh. my... um. <laughs> Uh, two movies that I have for for this uh, like cliche is the one that really made me this one above it's the least plausible one of and they're all, all so them. bad too yeah they're all shitty rom-coms where it's like Gwyneth Paltrow was you know made Shakespeare in love and now she's got to do something light and fun so she just picks a random project that's half written by fucking monkeys you know and then it's just like well I gotta you know make another million and just have a good time and it's fuck this so the, the main movie that really made me realize this was the movie Leap Year with Amy Adams. And now I can't remember his name, but I see this is my type. What is his name? I, I do He's know. from Brideshead Revisited. Matthew Good. Oh, yes, he's so he's hot. hot. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. See, that's my type, like a slender. You do like the slender man. The slender man. If slender man had a face, I'd entertain it. If he had a mouth, I'm okay. But wow. does, does he have a mouth? <laughs> He's got nothing. He's just like... He's like a Ken doll, but in the face. What's he packing, though? He's tall. 
I'm assuming is a- the dick matches the drapes or whatever you say. <laughs> okay. Um, the okay. dick matches the drapes? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Okay, but in I- leap year, <clears throat> in leap year, long story short, Amy Adams' character is trying to, she's in Ireland to find her boyfriend who's on a business trip there because on leap, this stupid Irish tradition where like on leap year, it's like Sadie Hawkins and you can ask the guy to marry you, which you can do anyway. But this whole fucking movie is based upon her, like having to get there on the leap day to propose. And long story short, Matthew Good has to like help her get across the country. And he's a boorish pig and like doesn't understand her and makes fun of her for being a rich American and he's just a country boy and she fucking hates him and then all of a sudden they have to like go to a bed and breakfast pretty much and help cook dinner and them cooking dinner together that was it like it was a montage of them slicing carrots and then like her looking at him I understand if there's food involved I'll fuck Mike's You're like George Costanza for, for those long vegetables. Yeah, yeah. The lo- are the long vegetables still on the counter? Jess usually Jess has an island in her kitchen slash counter space um, that always has a large bowl of long vegetables. I, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> when did I have long? What's a long vegetable? And when did I have it there? Last time you definitely did. You don't remember this. What long vegetable did I have in a bowl? I made a joke. You had like a zucchini or some <laughs> shit. I don't know. I keep my zucchini, my carrots, my eggplants all go in the fridge. Well, I noticed you... Cucumbers? You took Cucumbers that, in the fridge. You still have that bowl, but you filled it with bananas. I usually keep fruit in the bowl and then in... I the, promise you you had vegetables last time. Will you vouch for me? I, th- I think I remember. I don't recall. I don't but all right. regardless, they're cooking and it's just like... A montage and there's music and handing her the the basket of tomatoes. Oh. And then they have to sleep in the same room because they're masquerading as husband and wife. And like it's all of a sudden it's awkward because she feels a sexual attraction. And it's like, oh, I'll sleep on the floor, but I'm going to keep glancing at you. It's like you hated him the entire time. Now he knows how to boil a fucking carrot and you go, he's the man for me. And you give up your fucking soon to be fiance. How were his knife skills? Yeah. How good was the food? The food looked pretty good. It looked like the dinner we had last night. Rustic, traditional, roasted meat and vegetables. He could get it. He could get it. My problem is with her hating him off the bat. He's hot. He has a hot Irish accent. He had a car. And he owned a bar and restaurant, like a pub. He sounds terrible. And she's like, oh, I'm, I'm wearing high heels because I only wear high heels because I'm a professional woman. And you're professional gross. Woman. <laughs> you're like a gross bearded, like, weirdo. Like, no, he's not. He's hotter. He's hotter than your fucking dude that you're going after. Now, does he fall in love with her over the yeah. stew? No, it's the same thing. Like- both, they're both looking at each other and then it's weird. And then, then they start, like, being more respectful of each other. And then she finds out he has, like, a... You know, oh, he had a broken heart, and that's why he's, like, mean to me. It's so dumb. But I will watch that movie every single time it's on just to look at him. Okay. <laughs> also, the other movie um, with this kind of thing going on is 27 Dresses. Yes, just saw that again recently. It was yeah, uh, Catherine Heigl and... Um, What's his name? James Marston. James Marston. But at least it's because they realize that, like, when he says the thing that he always looks at the... Groom when the bride's coming oh, yeah. down. Mm-hmm. Does that count as like a thing for her to be like, oh, I'm seeing him in a different light or no? No. He's still him. They got stuck in a storm. They got stuck in a storm and they got did drunk karaoke. And that's it. You know what? I'm going to change my tune on this one because that one wasn't like one thing. It was called alcohol. Yeah. That's what changed her mind. Well, and that's al- valid. Alcohol's- that changes... That changes minds. I'm yeah. into that. Well, kind of going off of this with the two people thing, I hate when, I don't know, you see like two people that haven't seen each other in a long time and then all of a sudden they instantly just start going at it. Mm-hmm. Like they rip off their clothes. Yeah. You're and talking about that scene in um, The Notebook? Sure. Yeah. 
And also, part that's part one. Like, okay, part two of this is that the clothes come off miraculously. Yeah. There's no unbuttoning. There's no it's awkwardness. It's not awkward, no. no there's no your foot getting off. stuck in the pants yeah. when yeah. you're trying to take it off. Yeah, there's no awkward moment where, like, should I take my socks off too? Like, no. Yeah. It's just also, perfect. not only do the clothes come off, the dick goes right in. There's no yeah. awkward putting on of the condom. There's, there's no, no let's talk about this. There's no manhandling of yourself and then going in. It's just I'm hugging you, and the next thing, it just slid right in. Where's How the part of no one's guiding it in? Nobody. Okay. But where is the part where you screen for STDs? Ask if you're on birth control. <laughs> Do you have protection? Yeah, Mm-mm. but but in most scenarios, aren't mm. you, these are people who are have like been. Intimate before, right? Yeah, or but this could be twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah, sometimes and no, yeah. Yeah. Love is just this power that will just kill gonorrhea. <laughs> you don't have to worry about it. See, I got mad once when this guy that I was seeing came to visit, and because he <laughs> came didn't, didn't to live in visit. town, and like you know. Things were heating up, and then I had to go pee because I have a tiny bladder. You pee And then constantly. he wanted to smoke some pot first, and I'm like, no, I haven't seen you in so long. We're having sex first. Then you can smoke pot. So that's real life. Is that... <laughs> is that... Is the, it is the way it is in the movies? I mean, is real life? How long does taking, smoking pot take? A couple of minutes? Yeah, but smoking no. pot makes sex so much better. I, Did you smoke pot with him? No. Oh. But I'm saying, like, in the movies, like, I wouldn't have to wait for him to smoke pot first. No. Oh, Every, no, you Everything wouldn't. would work That's perfectly. true. Your yeah. clothes melt off of you. He would probably wouldn't have in. to pee, either. Yeah, yeah. no. You, you don't have a bladder. Yeah. You wouldn't have to pee. You would be played by Jordana Brewster. Okay. You would be dating Channing Tatum, and all of this would go well. Yeah. And any hiccup in your relationship is just a misunderstanding that can be solved at an airport before you leave for Paris. You know? <laughs> oh, airport. I do love a good airport scene. Yeah. Also, in any f- movie that takes place in Paris, you'll always see the goddamn Eiffel Tower every through the fucking window. Every restaurant, every hotel, yeah. everything. Oh, there's it's conveniently right by the Eiffel Tower. Yeah, there's no other places to stay <laughs> no. or eat other than the Eiffel mm-hmm. Tower. Yeah. Well, I don't think... So it's not just ripping clothes off or clothes actually just magically melting off. Um, that happens immediately. Love at first sight. That's something else that yeah. we see in movies. Mm-hmm. Ha- have either of you ever instantly fallen <laughs> in love with someone upon looking at them? What the fuck do you think? Yeah. I mean, come on. Fallen in love? No. Been like, oh my God, I hope that guy comes over and talks to me and then he inevi- inevitably doesn't and then I cry into my beer, but that's it. That's the end of that. Right. I do think you can see, like, obviously, attraction. Mm-hmm. Love is such sight. a sacred thing. Whoever thought that there could be love at first sight? You need to build to get to the status of being in love with someone. Love Whoever at first, thought that was a thing? Love at first sight was developed by fucking, like, minstrels in the fucking <laughs> Middle Ages. I'm gonna kill you! <laughs> when, like, they were, tr- like, <laughs> you only live to be 27, you turned 14. You got a boner. You immediately went to go get that girl. You banged. Before the relationship could sour, you're dead. And she might be pregnant. And yeah, and then the, she pops him yeah. out and the, and it, the yeah. cycle starts all over again. Love at first sight is for people that don't live long enough for lust to become love. That's a very good point that I never thought of. So maybe love at first sight was a thing then because... Yeah. Well, you've got 20 years on your life. Yeah, you're the most beautiful girl I've ever seen because everyone here has limbs falling off from syphilis. Like, so you're intact, young, you have all your teeth. You are the most beautiful girl I've ever seen. Listen, girl, bubonic plague is upon us. Let's take it in and get this over with. Yeah, come on. Like, potato famine's coming in, like, 30 years. We need to move it. So it's like... You're beautiful. Oh my God, I'm going to serenade you on my lute and we're going to go up to your bedroom and we're going to bang and knock out kids. I die of cholera. Magic. Okay, well that makes sense. Mm -hmm. 
But nowadays, in the film industry... Doesn't work. Yeah, no. no does not work. Well, what movies have um, Love at First Sight? Love I, at First Sight. Is there's that a, a movie, movie? called Love at First There's that movie, Serendipity. Oh my God, that with, makes me so fucking mad. With Give John Cusack and Kate Beckinsale. Number. What a bitch Kate oh. Beckinsale is. First of all, I also love John Cusack. So if John Cusack was like talking to me, he would, ha- he would have my uterus, not just my phone number. He would own all of me because I love him Do so Do you guys much. want uterus? You know how you can buy like a star or like an acre of the moon? Mm-hmm. I'd give him a certificate. Well, you what? know, she has something stored up there. So. Yeah, I'll have... <laughs> he has, It's like a safe and he, a, he yeah. owns the contents to the safe. Yeah. So maybe guys can start purchasing instead of like bangable fake vaginas like you know like they could yeah. buy uterus yeah uterus space yeah for storage and ownership this is a good side business i'm working on it okay. i'm in the business of selling uterus uteri uteri <laughs> fake uteri you could you could store whatever you want in there it comes with a lock yeah. and key mm-hmm. chastity belt but yeah so in that movie i don't know if it's necessarily love at first sight they start like talking and they have like a they have a day, like a night together yeah. or a conversation. Mm-hmm. And um, then she doesn't give the phone number and then he spends his whole life trying to find it or whatever. Any Romeo and Juliet movie or movie like Romeo and Juliet is mm-hmm. love at first sight. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. true, Romeo mm-hmm. and Juliet. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the, the other rom-com thing where the girl is engaged to a cheating jerk and somehow has absolutely no idea and then another guy has to come along to prove it because she's dumb as shit. <laughs> Like, what does yeah. that say about women? Yeah, like you're so, you're too dumb to know that. Like, first of all, your boyfriend treats you like shit, and he's probably cheating, and you're just like, no, but like we've been together for so long, and then like the dude comes along, the other guy, and he's like, no, but I'm better for you, and then like they don't find out that he's a jerk until like after that. It's just like so dumb. Just break up with that guy and then go date other dudes. If only it was that easy. So, like, two movies that that's like is um, Wedding Crashers, yeah. where Bradley that's Cooper, yeah. Bradley Cooper, and um, what's her name? Drew. Rachel McAdams. Rachel McAdams. Oh right. Um, Wait, what movie? Wedding Crashers. Wedding Crashers. Oh, I thought you said Wedding Singer. Oh no! Oh, Wedding Singer. That's another one. Because that's what oh, I thought you said. Yes. And I was like, yeah, because she's dating yeah. that no, asshole. No, Wedding Crashers. They're yeah. both dating people that are complete jerks to them. Yeah. Who just placate them and like, oh, mm, that's very nice, sweetie. And then they're cheating on them, and they're complete dicks. And then they have like this sad sack that comes along, and like. Now, all of a sudden, oh, yeah, you know what? Now I'm starting to realize that he might not be good. Like, no. And then another movie is like Sliding Doors with Gwyneth Paltrow. Where oh, I remember that one. Another fucking movie where Gwyneth Paltrow has to put on a fake British accent <laughs> for whatever fucking reason. They couldn't cash a, cast the a British accent. The Brits love accents. her. Nobody loves her. She <laughs> loves herself. Chris she's Martin real, doesn't even love her anymore. She's a real piece of work. So, yeah, and in Sliding Door, she's dating this, like, dude who's been fucking someone else forever, and then it takes, like, another dude to, like, show her that there's more to life than being in a bad relationship. Like, does every woman have low self-esteem? The yeah. film industry wouldn't have an industry. Yeah. And thanks it to, wouldn't be an thanks industry. Thanks to your genders. Yeah. I know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, at <laughs> least we can get credited with something. Well, I think, like, to this... You mentioned Wedding Crashers. This is another thing that happens. The interrupting a wedding. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would love, love, love to go to an actual oh wedding God, me too. that somebody said, like, does anyone... You know how many times I've Yeah, I know. I want, it. I want to be the one to say it sometimes. Uh, I could see you doing that. Okay, speaking of movies, I can't... Okay, let's talk about it. I had an idea for a movie. Because I was thinking about these things a long time ago and how mm-hmm. rom-coms are complete bullshit and anybody could write one and have it be a, yeah. a success. I'm going to preface this. Nobody fucking steal this idea. This is my idea. Not you guys. I'm talking to the listeners. Yeah. No, it's, I'm no, pointing it's, to the microphone. It's um, timestamped. Copywritten on our podcast. Okay. Now. Ready? It's a girl or a guy who is hired to interrupt weddings to stop bad weddings. By either the sad sack dude who want who like didn't get like it's like a whole movie making fun of that 
premise where it's like that's great there's the guy who normally in like wedding crashers or the wedding singer or whatever stopped the wedding by themselves like like their efforts caused the woman to realize i should leave my boyfriend or whatever but it's the guy who didn't it's they should be together but he didn't get to it so he hires someone to interrupt the wedding for him and then like then there's like some kind of love story between like then like the two guys fall in love sure yeah. Then the wedding, the wedding interrupter ends up like there, of course, it's going to be kind of like 27 dresses where the wedding interrupter is like a cynic about weddings. And it's like, oh, you know, see wrong people get married all the time and blah, blah, blah. And then they end up falling in love with one of the people whose weddings they broke up. They become the person that they that normally hires them. But then do they betray the person who hired them, that poor sad sack? No, it could be the other one, like the flip, oh. flippy-doo. Like, the guy hired the girl to interrupt because she wanted the girl. He wanted the girl, and then the oh. girl interrupter falls in love with the groom. Oh. Or something to that wow, effect. Wow, this is like Or a there could be a betrayal. Okay. And, and the interrupter is really the right one, and not the right. hired We're going to Hollywood. I mean, this is great. We are there. We know directors. <laughs> we, we know actors. We know actors. We know really good actors. We will make this movie. That's actually a, I, like if you told me that was a movie that was out, I'd be like, yeah, let's see, good. let's cast it. I also like, is this a job that I can apply for? Because I would love to do writing this. shitty rom coms. No, be the interrupter. Yeah, that would like be you cool. Show up, you show up for the pre wedding cocktail hour. Yeah. You take advantage. You're basically you are you a wedding crasher. Back. You yeah. sit at the back, and when it's time, you're like. Excuse me. Well, no, it would be in the church. It would be in the church. And you get bone. You get an extra bonus from your um, employer if you burst through the, we- the church doors All and right. make it dramatic. Well, a lot of weddings are at churches. Yeah. Well, the doors to whatever. Okay. So you have to make an entrance. Yeah. Okay. Bonus points for an entrance. Okay. But yeah, I would love that. Put it on Craigslist. We'll interrupt a wedding for you. Oh my god, this is definitely a crisis. Fiverr. Five dollars. I I would do that for five dollars because I always say that I was a wedding interrupter. Okay, I like this. I like how we're also like this isn't just a hobby for us this podcast. We're we're making it a business, business ventures. You yeah. figured out that you can get apartments by cooking. I yeah. figured I could store <laughs> things in my hoo ha. I also figured out that we could write rom coms together. Yeah. This podcast is really shaping up for us with our side businesses. It's like really yeah. helping us channel yeah. our creativity. Because sometimes you just have to do like cognitive therapy where you just talk it out mm-hmm. and then it hits you. Yeah, these good ideas wouldn't come out of me just thinking on my own. I need you two here mm-hmm. on the mic. Yeah. Yes. Um, why don't we go into the horror? Uh, Ooh. The horror um, we're leaving, genre. We're leaving the romance realm. Yeah, let's just state the obvious about the horror cliches. I know exactly where you're going. The chase scene where the girl falls every Fucking time. Idiot. And it's like, bitch, get up. You know, you re- like, why are you falling? And no. like, you keep looking back instead of like running forward. Just You're in run the- as fast as you can. Don't turn back and don't fucking fall. You're in the woods. If you turn back, you're hitting a tree, bitch. If I can turn back down. Okay, what about I when- think every Cher movie is a horror movie, so I <laughs> no. guess that kind of... I have a lot of um, dreams where I'm running. Yeah. Like, so many dreams where I'm running. I think, like, because I'm so physically fit in my sleep, I don't need to exercise. So 100% agree. Is someone Whatever chasing you? Yeah, there's yeah, chasing I've had those sometimes. Before. Yeah. I have dreams where I'm trying to run or trying to hit something, yeah. and I can't. Like, yeah. it's like slow motion, no matter how hard yeah, I try. Yeah, when you need to fight back someone, and it's like mm-hmm. fight or die yeah and you're like i can't hit yeah. you why can't i hit you it's not yeah. working oh that's so frustrating yeah, but also in horror movies with that like running and falling this happened in scream and i remember i don't know i was 11 when scream came out and i remember thinking you're a fucking idiot nev campbell she runs up the stairs they always run up the stairs don't run in up every the horror stairs. movie they go up they never leave the house exit the house Do not they go- run up and it's not like you don't have neighbors on your block. Knock on fucking doors. So make a fucking scream in the street. No. Yeah. You go upstairs. Because somehow your bedroom is going to save you. Your teddy mm-hmm. bear is going to be there for yeah. you. No. No. And they always have to jump out a window or someone falls out a window or yeah. glass breaks out the window. I get that it's more dramatic, but I would love to see someone write a horror movie where everything, like, the person did everything right. 
They got their cell phone out. There was reception. That's that's another one. Yeah. Yeah. The cell phone works the whole other parts of the movie. But for some reason, I I can't get through to anyone Your car starts. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it doesn't start. Yeah. It just randomly stops. Like, no, you run and you don't trip. You make it to the police station. There are no undead police officers there. Just like, come on. And then, wait. So in the movie situation, then the person lives. Is that it? No, they get away for the moment. Oh, and then they and then and then there's like another encounter where where the guy like the fucking villain got smarter and said, "I'm not gonna knock on the door or just go in your face. I'm gonna hide in your closet and then slit your throat." But the villain or the victim alike can like fall out of a window or like get into a car accident or whatever, and then they just they're still alive. They get out. They get out. Keep going. Yeah, and it's always a girl at the end of the movie that like confronts the killer. Like it's always like. Mm-hmm. Like a woman for some yeah. reason. Because it's, I think that's like a fetish thing with like women in danger. Ooh. Dangerous. Or what about when like the character opens a cabinet or the fridge and then they close it and like there's yep. someone right yeah. Or like the they're ca- looking in the mirror and yeah. like you'll see them, someone in the yeah. background. Yeah, they, okay. Hot bitch just got out of the shower. It's so steamy in there. She puts her <laughs> towel on. She wipes her hand on the foggy mirror. Bam! Clown behind her. Ooh. Yeah. Clown. Yeah, clown, machete-wielding, maniac, whomever. But for some reason, she didn't see them when she got out of the shower. Should have been a manic pixie girl, because then Damn she... Damn girl, she'd live. She would just turn around and be like, put down that machete. I can save you. Yeah. I have daddy issues. We should combine the cliches and direct our own movie. I think that's just called, like, not another teen movie. <laughs> like or, like, a, whatever. They're, like, one of those parody film. movies. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'm exhausting the horror genre. I mean, we could go into all the fucking explosive ones and action movie ones. Walking away from an explosion that would those. never happen. Yeah. Fuck all those. Well, this one is, you know, um, minor, but it just annoys me. When you... Women never are carrying purses when they go out. Like, where's your shit? <laughs> you need to carry your stuff. A manic pixie dream girl packs light. A girl could never be sure at night. She always needs her bag. What's that from? It's from um, Paris is Burning. That's right. Category is yeah. cheesecake. Yeah, um, well, I mean, see, that's... that. Okay, if you're a normal person, you never have a purse. But if you're a businesswoman, you have you have your bag. Like only right. businesswomen have be- have shit to do, and they're the only ones with purses. I mean, like I feel like some movies, if like the bag is some way relevant to the plot, then they show yeah. it. But otherwise, like how is everyone carrying their stuff? Yeah, I have so much crap that I carry around. My wallet alone is the size of a normal person's purse. Right. You never know what you're going to need. I have tied stain pen or whatever. I have a comb, multiple pens. Okay, is it my turn? Sure. What do you got? Okay, this is my last one. It is um, the very famous glasses trope where a girl is undateable and then she gets a makeover, which really just includes taking her glasses off. (laughs) Oh. Maybe a blowout. Like she's all that. Like that's um. Yep, she's all that. Princess, Princess Diaries. Diaries. That's it. That's all it takes. Pluck an eyebrow hair. Comb the hair. Take the glasses off. Because girls are meant to be pretty and attractive. That's and that's it. how you succeed in life. And you can't wear glasses because you cannot have anything blocking your face. Glasses are hideous. You need to get contacts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Laney Boggs from She's All That. That was her name. <laughs> yes. She has a ponytail and glasses. You take out the ponytail, you take off the glasses, makeover complete. Anna Paquin's job is done. She is somehow a genius. Side note, Freddie Prince Jr. is not looking so junior. Oh, <laughs> he's I, praying. Have you seen him on the Instagram? Oh, no, I have not. I mean, he's adorable still, but he looks just a lot older. He's, it's, it's he's scary. He's legit twenty years older than the last time you saw him. That's nuts. Like, but like, mm-hmm. he looks really old. Sorry like he doesn't look. He doesn't look like he got older. He looks. <laughs> he looks like bad. his own. Because he's adorable, but he just looks. He looks like 
dramatically old. You'll you know say. who looks really bad from when they were in um, She's All That? Paul Walker. Oh, he, well, he He is. looks really bad right now. Well, he's... He's dead. dead. Yeah. <laughs> he's not looking so good. You're How an you know? asshole. I would say Freddie Prince Jr. looks better. Well, check out Freddie Prince when you can. <laughs> Jessica is very sensitive. I go where the joke takes me. So I have a question. Okay. Why doesn't James Bond ever have an STD? He bangs every chick. Yeah, it's fantasy. It's the fantasy world. His clothes come off, his dick goes in, everything's smooth, and everyone's clean. He's never hung over when he drinks all those fucking martinis. He nope. always is having sex. He never has erectile dysfunction. He's always gambling. Yeah. I mean, there's a ton of cliches well, in the James Bond also, movies. He also um, is a secret agent that has Q with him to give him all kinds of gadgets. So maybe he's got an erectile dysfunction gadget. Hmm. You know what I'm they saying? They just don't talk about it in the movie. Yeah, but he's got a little thing in his pee-pee. He's got a little thing in his liver. You know? A little thing in his liver. Yeah, whatever it is that stops hangovers, stops, you know, softness. And why when, like, a gun gets dropped, it goes off automatically? What's That's up with good that? Point. Like, yeah. Guns are not supposed to be made that way, I'm sure. I'm sure that they go through many testing testing to make sure that when you drop them, they if don't they, fucking go off. If they do a drop test for an iPad, I'm sure they do a drop test for a gun. Yeah, because in yeah. every movie when a gun is dropped, it automatically Element of goes surprise. Off. You gotta keep the audience on their toes. Like we do every two weeks on mm-hmm, this podcast. Exactly. Nice tie-in. Um, so, a couple of other ones that I thought of... Um, the trying on clothes montage. Oh my god, <laughs> that's the best. That's a good thing. one. Oh my that's god, with your friends there because you're always like with your friends mm-hmm. and you're modeling the outfits. Like I'm like, that's, yeah, we yeah. do that in real life. Yeah, totally. you're right. No one comes into the goddamn dressing room no. with me. No one. No, I don't even go into the dressing room. <laughs> I order online, online, do it at my house, and automatically return them. I lose money buying clothes because I just pay the return fee because everything yeah. goes back, and then I yeah. wear the same. Sweatshirt with the holes in it. Yeah, I'm just noticing now that my sweatshirt has a hole. There in you it. go. No, but like, yeah, 27 dresses, wedding yeah. singer, um, all have tro- clothes trying on montages. The movie with Cameron Diaz. <gasps> the like, sweetest thing? Yeah. I love that movie. Oh my God, fuck you. I literally, that movie it's is so, the bane of my existence. It's so bad, it's good. It's so bad. It's so bad, it's good. Uh, oh my God, it's so bad. It's them trying to be so hard to be funny. And it's just, it's painful. It's like watching a comedian die on stage. Like, it's embarrassing. That's why it's wonderful. Oh no, and Selma Blair gets a dick stuck in her mouth. <laughs> Yeah, at the end, like and everyone that's dropped. that's what I'm saying. It's like it's like if you're a girl, the only way, like even like female comedians do this, where like the only way you could be funny is to try and be as raunchy as a guy. It's like no, just be funny. It doesn't have to be dirty. You could be funny and not dirty. You don't like they were writing this movie and they're like, a Selma Blair's not in it enough. We can't like. Her paycheck doesn't like deserve the, how little she's in the movie, so we need to write another scene for her. And we haven't talked enough about Dick, so let's well, just have Selma Blair get a dick stuck. They're in her reaching throat. for low hanging fruit throughout that whole movie. Oh my god, yeah. it's the so the comedy bad. is just. No one will ever accuse us of not talking about Dick enough. That is very true. We need to implement more Dick. We have reached our cock for Trump. No, Dick's out for Harambe. <laughs> I mean, Dick's out always for Harambe. <laughs> What else you got? Okay, so, um, you know, we've talked about the quirky female, but now there's sort of this thing infiltrating into TV sitcoms, the quirky kid. Yeah, like, in um, what's that stupid show? I don't even know what it's called, but it's with Patricia Heaton from... Um, Is it the middle? It's the middle. Yeah. And there's the weird son that just yeah. all of a sudden talks under his breath. Yeah. For no reason. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah, it's like the the weird kid. I guess like they're trying to embrace people being different. Like I, I don't know. They by mm-hmm. creating a new trope. I don't know. I just there's also movies with like the young weird kid, like yeah. Sixth Sense or Jerry Maguire or. I don't think the Jerry Maguire kid was supposed to be weird. I think he just like accidentally was weird. <laughs> I secretly love that movie, Jerry Maguire. Yeah, it starts off with a bang. 
Literally? There's sex yeah, in the first Yeah, that's the scene. very first yeah. scene. I forget. He's banging Kelly Preston. Yeah, I forgot about that too. But Tom like, Cruise weirds me out though, so. Yeah, yeah he does. I really can't watch. Him having I, sex? I can't watch him. 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 But think about the fucking premise of the movie. Like, he writes a memo, he quits his job in like a big storm of like. No, well, he gets fired and then goes out. With, but then like, he says, speech. Who's coming with me? Which right. is what my. If and when I ever quit my job, that's how I'm going out. Are you going to write a manifesto? No, I'm just going to like, I'm going to bring a briefcase, uh-huh. fill it with nothing because I have nothing, and then just stand on a cubicle and say, who's coming with me? Right. I know I'd get at least one person. <laughs> Hands down. No, it would happen. Do you have a specific person in mind? No, no, no. I just mean just like enough people person. hate that place yeah. okay. that they would go, Fuck it, I have a chance to walk out in this mo- the most dramatic fashion ever. I'm taking it. I mean, that is very dramatic, yeah. Mm-hmm. But And then he goes and he's like, you had me out. Uh, That's know. another thing, a dude that treats a girl yeah. like shit. Like, he, like, we're in love, but I treat you like my assistant. I mean, even though she kind of yeah. is. But, like, then he's, like, kind of derogatory toward her. And then he just like, oh, good for you. You had an epiphany. Like, yeah. I'm just supposed to, whenever you decide to change your mind, be waiting for you. Renee Zellweger fucked a bunch of girls in the 90s oh. by making that, like, a oh, thing. I thought you were, like, no, literal. Like, I was like, did she? Mike's like, hug. Can we just talk about that Bruce Springsteen song from the movie? Uh, yes! See what hundred would play on the top nine at nine. It and it was, it was number on one for weeks. Constantly. And they would play the version that had the cl- sound clips yeah. from the film. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. How you fucking lame. Up. Hello. Okay. You had me at hello. You nailed it. Because I've heard that song a, a thousand times. times. I've seen the movie once. Yeah. I've heard that song a thousand times. I know exactly the intonations of her stupid monologue. Oh, God. Imagine, like, you're her and you have to hear the song on the radio over <laughs> and over again. And you hear your stupid acting No, voice. because then she went and did Me, Myself, and Irene. Yeah. Because once you do an Oscar-worthy performance, you have to, like, I'm appealing to the masses here. At least she's good, though. She is good. I liked her in Chicago. No, no, the Bridget Jones. I like that movie. I only like Bridget Jones because it It is a good. Oh, the newest one. Oh, I would never. Oh, the original Bridget Jones. No, the newest one. The the newest one came out like what a few years ago. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, it's not that old, right? No, No, it's not. Because it's on it's on Netflix. I think. Yeah. Um, No, I like the first. I only like the first one because it's a remake of Pride and Prejudice. That's it. Well, Renee, you're a fucking cliche. Yeah. (laughs) Rhyming. Well. I think we are officially at the bottom of our glasses mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Are there any more cliches? Speak now or forever hold your peace. Do you like how I hold that on, back? Yeah. <laughs> hold on. Wait, I have a cliche. <laughs> well, let us know what you think about these movie cliches. Do you have extras that we've um Yeah, we'll do it. We'll do an out? update if you come up with one that we're like, oh, I can't believe we forgot that one or we missed it. Yeah, comment us on Facebook, write us to our Gmail, drinkingglasspodcast at gmail.com. Are we going to do what we learned? Yeah, what did we learn? I don't think we really learned much because we already knew that these were dumb. I learned that we could write our own movie. I learned that we're more creative than we think we are. That we, when we put our heads together, we become a prism of We're like a fidget spinner (laughs) of creativity. On a dick. Uh, oh my goodness. Have you ever seen that? Because I <laughs> no, have. No, stop it. Yeah. How does that work? It's Some guy got hard. He had like a decent sized dick and put a fidget spinner on it. What do you... Became viral. What do you mean on it? Like on like the Like the picture is like yeah. his dick with a fidget spinner yeah. spinning on the head. I was envisioning like he made his own fidget spinner that was like a cock ring, but it spun around. Oh, cool. Well... <laughs> Let's Again, that. let's make some money. The Dickett Spinner. I've learned that um, all of these things really just boil down to misogyny. It kind of does. Not Thank God for the most. women gender so we could... Exploit them. Yeah. Us, and me. listen, I'm just going to be a little bit quirky and then one of you come and save me. Okay. Can there. we... Can we do an experiment? Yeah, where let's it's do not, an It's update. not necessarily getting on the train, but make a profile. Okay. Like a, you know, but plenty of fish profile. Then make almost the identical profile with a blue streak in your hair. Yeah. See what happens. 
love this. I love yeah. when we when we really get into characters. characters. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay. We'll see what happens. Challenge accepted. Your your handle is like Daddy Issues Flower Child, and <laughs> then just have the blue streak. Okay. Show a tramp stamp. It doesn't necessarily have to be yours. Well, I don't have one. Okay, so. just checking. <laughs> and yeah, you'll get twice as many hits. I guarantee you. A- apparently, a thing that a lot of women do is that they they're holding. Tigers or something in there? What are you talking about? I don't know what that means. They're on their dating tigers? Like right, stuffed let's tigers? Okay. Alright, you'll have to tune in for next season to find out about oh, Amanda yeah. holding tigers with blue clipping hair. Let's see if my Dick spinners. Um, let's see if my uh, vaginal tampon bank safe goes and if viral. And our, if our movie gets picked up in Hollywood. Yeah. And if somebody hires me as a wedding interrupter. We will have all these updates for you and more next season on Through the Drinking Glass. Thank you for listening this uh, this season. It's been really great doing it. I'm Mike. I'm Jess. I'm Mandy. We'll talk to you next season. Keep drinking. Woo! That was my little Richard impression. How dare you end the season? <laughs>